Are you living on an allowance every week? Are you spending through your household money at different stores and, and getting the best of things till your spouse is upset about it? Are you like me? You have no boss. You do whatever you want, whenever you want. Well, we've got information for you because this might be something you need to know before getting into a relationship or talk about while you're in a relationship. I'm Mina and I'm with VOV. Let's get into it. Well, welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the VOV Network. I'm Brian. As Mina said, we're here today and we're going to talk about some M O N E Y money. (laughs) Root of all evils, whatever else you want to call it. And we really want to get into it from the standpoint of what impacts it has on your relationships and, you know, why it can be a detriment and why it can also be a plus. And then some of the ways to make sure that it doesn't cause a burden or cause strain within your relationships is what we're going to focus in on today. Mina, what else you want to share on that before we get, we get too deep? Well, I think that people like to leave money as a touchy subject, as, as like a taboo to really talk about. My money's mm-hmm. my money. Your money's your money. We really don't need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But understanding where your partner is coming from when you're getting into this relationship is a good thing that you communicate about it. We always say communicate, 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 but this is important. So this is your first time joining us. Uh, the VOV Network, we're about giving you ways, insights, and different information to help you continue to cultivate, enhance, and preserve the important relationships and connections in your life. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And, and again, our, our focus is going to be money and how that can, can be an impact or both positively and negatively, and also be a detriment or a strain on your relationships. So one of the things I found is I found a chart, and I'm going to pull it up here, and a lot of people don't realize that money is, when I, when I say the number one thing that puts strain on a relationship, it's like other things not even in the ballpark. It's so far out there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to share this just to give you uh, some perspective on how important it is that you have some discussions around money in your relationships. So here's a chart, and you can see at the very top of the chart here, 10 causes for relationship strain. Top one is money worries, and it's way out at 62%. And the next closest thing on there is like long work hours, and that's at 40. Extramarital affairs is like half. It's only 36%. So that's how critical and how serious it is when we talk about money, how it can impact your relationship, and making sure that you do spend the time and have that conversation and communicate about money matters within your relationships. Mina, what do you have to say or to share about that chart? That's kind of surprising, isn't it? Yeah, it is surprising. I would have thought the cheating would have been a little higher. But, but you know, it is it is a difficult thing if, let's say, you're making enough money, but you still can't pay the bills because of you or your partner's activities. So um, that could be frustrating. And, you know, maybe there's something you can do. Well, there is something you can do to kind of get yourself on the right track and lead down the right road so that you all are both on on the same page when it comes to finances or working out the things that you don't agree on. Right. 
Right. Right. Absolutely right. You know, it's interesting because you see that chart and you go, wow, that's that's a pretty <laughs> big disparity and certainly kind of shocking. Uh, and that's why I wanted to show that because it is it is an important thing. Yeah. Um, and I think also with money and why it has such a, a grind on the relationship and can put such a strain mm-hmm. is it's an everyday thing. You have to live in it in that relationship every day, whereas Mm -hmm. some of the other things, they may happen, but it's not something necessarily may happen every day. Right. But that that the weight of whatever is going on in a relationship with money and financial strain or stress is something that's just on your shoulders day after day, night in, night out. So, Especially on a man, right? Because in the beginning, it's all on him, right? Well, uh, is it? Is it? Yeah, you know, that's, that's one of the things that's on on my list uh, to talk about. During that pot, Equ- no, hey, equity, right? We talk, we we talk Ooh. about that a lot, um, and things have changed. You know, and as we said, relationships has have evolved. We're not in the forties and fifties anymore, where that was the traditional American way, right? Uh, there was yeah. the housewife, and then the man went to work, and th- yeah. that was the American dream. It's the way a lot of people saw it. Women now have a lot more careers and they're, they're more in power uh, and in very critical roles in many organizations in our country today. So that's shifted. And, you know, there we even talked about this from a money standpoint when we we're talking about deal makers and deal breakers. Right. You know, if the man or the woman makes more money than the other, can they be comfortable with that? Right. That kind of thing. Uh, lots right. of lots of pieces and parts come into play. So that's really what we want to dive into today is just kind of talk about some of the things that we know can be a strain or a detriment. And then also talk about some uh, a list of things really quickly that you can do to kind of help uh, eliminate some of that. And then uh, especially if you do it early, that's, I think that's the key is to have the conversations up front. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think um, that there are a lot of women that are traditional, even though. We've come up to making some money in the workplace. I think some of us are still traditional and and want to have that courting and have that man, you know, doing what he does, mm-hmm. you know, being mm-hmm. a gentleman and stepping up to the plate. And, you know, I, I, I realize deeper in a relationship, you know, I, I would hope that the woman would step up and start doing more. Right. And being more equal but in the beginning you know that courting thing that's it's it's all part of romance i i mean i don't disagree with that you know and a lot of a lot of especially in the early stage of relationship it's more traditional you know you you, you, yeah. you traditional values and that kind of thing the flip side of that though is you know i look at that and today and you want to say that they want to be equal right so where is that line really yeah <laughs> I mean, we're gonna draw it there, though, in the beginning I'm, of the <laughs> They want to be not? equal, but they want to be courted, and they want to be romance, and they want they want that that attention and everything. They do want that. I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna say everybody because everybody's not the same, but um, equality can come later. Y'all can come later. Okay, a little so, later. So, I, I want you to be a gentleman and do the. The traditional things. One of the episodes way back, we really got stuck in this talking about double standard. You and I? So, oh, you're going to bring it back? I'm going to bring it back. I'm gonna, <laughs> this is the boomerang. So I'm going to bring back double standard. So is is that what I'm hearing here? Yes, is, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. 
Call it what you want. You can call it anything you want, but it's true. Okay. It is true. Okay. It's the best thing. It's true. So we'd like However, some comments from, from, from our audience. When you watch this, please yeah. drop a comment in yeah, and share how you feel about, is this a double standard? Is it, you know, they want the courting and they want the guy yeah, to be the gentleman, it. which we should and all of that. And, mm-hmm. you know, to buy and, you know, uh-huh. take care of dinner and, the movie and, and yeah. everything else, right? Yeah, yeah. But when does it flip? I mean, when do I get flowers? When right. she feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it depends on the woman, you know, it really does. I mean, maybe she's got a free heart. Maybe she will when she maybe she will in the beginning. You, right. You, you never know. Yeah. So that's one thing to definitely take into <laughs> consideration is what the person's uh, morals, values, and standards are from especially entering the relationship. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. And that's why we are even bringing this topic up today is if you think about what Mina just shared and her perspective on that, and then maybe I'm on the other side Um, of that. That's a discussion that should happen. It should. Don't don't just assume. Right. You know, this is the way I I know I like it. This is the way I know I want it. And that, He's supposed to be able to read your mind and, and, yeah. and see it the exact same way that you do, uh, because there's not really a right or wrong way in this, because uh, mm-hmm. we all have our different upbringings and our different reasons. And who knows where yeah. they've been in their life? You know, maybe they're hanging on to those dollars and cents because of some, a lesson that they learned in life. Right. Yeah. Maybe it's the opposite. They're spending a free will because they had a lesson that said, you know what? Don't wait till it's too late. Spend it now yeah. while you can you know, yeah. so getting to understand the person, what their motivations and reasons are, is an important thing. So don't assume. I also think they're okay. So we're talking about actual relationships, people getting into relationships, but there's also that other group of people that aren't trying to get into relationships and aren't going to spend any money on anything. So, you know, their, their, their focus is on a fun time basically. So mm-hmm. we're not talking about those, that group of people. We're talking mm-hmm. about people really wanting to see about a relationship, see if this could be a relationship, to be friends and find out, right? We're talking mm-hmm. about those. Or they're already in a relationship. Those are the people we're talking about. We're not talking about those hit one-hit wonders that want to come in, hit it, and, and quit it. No, we're not talking about them. We're talking about exactly. people that are doing this. Right. Yeah. No, this, this is the people that we are serious about building a foundation, having yeah. that relationship and, and, and mm-hmm. growing it and keeping it strong going forward. And that, that's yeah. very, very true. Right. What else about money, especially in the early stages, do you think is important? I mean, obviously having the conversation, what else? Well, um, I think knowing where a person's head is, like talking mm-hmm. about your goals between mm-hmm. the two of you, your goals, your money goals. What are your goals? You know, mm-hmm. um, do you do you have a plan? Do you want to just spin? Um, you know, are you going to pay, pay off some credit? What, you know, what are you looking at? What do you, what's, yes. what do you see in your future for money? What's your yeah. idea? So uh, there's three things I think are critical and here's the challenge. And it goes back to what you were just saying about where in the relationship do you have this conversation? Yeah. So number one is income because income right. technically is a Absolutely. personal thing. Technically, right? But at some point in the relationship, then that conversation needs to happen where you share how much both parties make, right? So that's one piece. Second one is dinner. Yeah, hold on. 
I got the list gets deeper. You're saying how much you make? Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. Then the second one is debt. How much debt are you carrying or bringing into the relationship? How much debt? debt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Keep going. Okay. Last one. Assets. Debt. So assets meaning debt, maybe stocks, assets. bonds, income. Debt, assets, because I don't want to forget and these, and, and income. And income, right? When we marry? Well, that's what I'm saying. When when do you have the, that conversation? Those? Right? Is it after you get married? I think that's too late. I don't, But I don't think it's in the very beginning either, somewhere down the line. Right? Right. I mean, people assume things, too. They assume a lot. If they see a little bit, they assume a lot, right? About your situation. Well, like I said, I agree that, yeah, this is not a first date kind of discussion. It's definitely not. However, I think that after you've said, I do, I take to use my man, wife, or that, I think it's too late. Yeah, because you should have a financial plan already in Mm -hmm. place. Mm -hmm. Um, Just to pay for the wedding, you'd have this discussion, right? I mean, think about it, right? But I think it, it's more serious before you have these. Like you're in, you're definitely in a relationship, definitely going for it before you have this. Does it have to be that deep? This could be a deal maker or a deal breaker right up front. I don't know. You should be able to tell deal breaker, deal maker right up front and they should be talking about it. Well, I guess what I mean by deal maker and deal breaker, maybe you feel like um, you will personally don't carry any debt. So you feel like everybody should be like me. And now this person that you're getting into a relationship mm-hmm. has got a hundred thousand dollars in debt. I'm not talking about mortgage or cars. I'm just credit cards, this, that, and the other. Right. I would say that you're uh very rigid and no <laughs> <laughs> there, there has to be okay, so yeah, that conversation definitely needs to happen because it sounds like you're you 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 are a little bit rigid in that way. Um, but <laughs> if you are, I'm judging at that moment. Um, but if you are, that conversation needs to happen because that is a deal breaker for you. For you, right. So I wanted to bring those three up because I think those three things people steer away from. It's it's, it's like, uh, <laughs> what's that movie, The Matrix? It's like, <laughs> you, can't, you can't hit me. You can't, you can't. No, you can't hit me with that one. Right? <laughs> Did you say? What, yeah, right. <laughs> what, you asked me my income? Debt? Oh, no, we don't want to talk about that. Right. I ain't none of your damn business. <laughs> right. Oh, heck no. None of your business. But it is. Oh, wow. Once oh, you wow. get to a certain yeah. stage in the relationship, mm-hmm. it is both both sides need to, mm-hmm. to share and to talk about those things. Yeah. So for our audience out there who's maybe listening to this, we'd love to see some of your comments. If you'll drop I a comment did. on how you feel about what do you think? sharing that. You know, what yeah. do you think? When should that happen? Yeah. Should it happen yeah. at all? Yeah. Uh, those kinds of things. I think that's very important. Ooh. Yeah. Big one, right? Yeah. All right. So then I want to move to one other thing. Um, oh, I just want to throw in there when we start talking about money. Obviously, those are the big three, right? Yeah. In my opinion, that you just need to have some kind of conversation about. Mm-hmm. So then the, the next thing is, you know, they, they don't need to necessarily be deal breakers from the standpoint of, okay, I'm eliminating you because of X. But then you also need to formulate some type of plan yeah, based on that, how each of you feel about it and, and work your right. way through it. So right. I think that's going to be important too. Yeah, there are going to be some things that you agree on and those are easy. 
You right. just can put those into place. Right. Uh, but like maybe a percentage that you want to put in, you know, together every month, you can automatically make those automatic, right? Maybe through right. your HR or whatever. But then there are going to be those things that you don't agree about. And they may not, like you said, be deal breakers, but you can talk them through, kind of see if you can work a middle ground or somewhere where you can agree or one person does one thing and one does another, whatever. But mm -hmm. you talk those through. But there are some that you'll probably agree on, which will be easy. Right. Like automate, automa automating payments. Like you want to put so much percentage into this savings or whatever, making it automatic. So we've had the conversation. We've established a baseline. I'll go with that, that as to yeah. how we want to manage our initial debt. Right. right? And we're going to we move mm -hmm. forward. So then I want to then throw some additional things on the table to, to discuss and to talk about. Okay. So one would be big ticket items. Okay. And when it comes to purchasing those, do we have to have a discussion or not? Let me run down a list first. Um <laughs> Accounts, meaning bank accounts. Uh, big Should you have accounts. Big ticket, okay. yeah. Should you just have your account and I have my account, maybe that's a household account or how, how we structure all of that piece from an accounts standpoint. Um, bills, and I'm going to come back to that because I have a, a specific question on bills. Um, mortgage or rent and how that gets paid. Uh, entertainment, right? You know, because are we still where the expectation is? Because when we started off in the relationship, the guy paid for everything. Yeah, so yeah, right, right, right. Five years no, down the road, you're right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a question. I'm. Not, I'm just, oh, you asking you know, me? No, I'm just saying oh. that I'm putting it out there when I say entertainment. It's just yeah, a yeah, question, yeah. right? Uh -huh. And then the last, the last one I want to put out there is allowance, and how do we feel about should there be? Can you be put on an allowance? You know, anything as, as as a grown folk, as we say, uh, is, is an allowance, something that you can have. Right. So let's go back to the very top one. Uh, big ticket items. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Always should talk about those. That's a given. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. Well, yeah. okay. so in and I, I don't disagree in your mind. Yeah. Right now, when I say big ticket, what's the minimum price you're talking? You, you're thinking talking about a car, um, a TV, like a big TV, not like a little minor, little small. So to see, okay, you go. Because uh, I have a challenge. Go, okay. Um, uh, furniture, like living room furniture, like, you know, um, things like that. Big things, jewelry, yep. jewelry over a certain jewelry. amount. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. so. A car obviously is yeah. multiples of thousands of dollars. Yeah. A good TV is fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. Still, that's still big ticket items. In, Me, in, that's fifteen hundred. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So maybe someday later down the road, if money is better for me, then fifteen hundred might not be a big deal. But right now, it would be it would be a big deal. Two hundred? Okay. No. So I, I wanted to bring that up to say I I'm not saying it is or it isn't. But that's just when you say big ticket items, then you have to define what that yeah, means within your relate within your relationship, right? Right, because, right, right. But some people, fifteen hundred bucks, they might go, that's nothing. Oh, Other people geez. would go, big ticket item for me is anything over two hundred and fifty dollars. I mean, hello, right? Shoot. You have to understand what the person's limits are. So, yep. 
something to be talked about when you say big ticket items and then what, what that really means. And that, and that changed if I had a partner because right now it's just me, right? So right. if something happens, like say someone gets my card and charges something huge, it's a big impact, right? So I have my account set that if something goes through that's over 250, I want to know about it. Right. So if I'm if I'm married and there's two incomes coming in, that's a little different. 250 I got backup, right? We're together on this. I'm not going to be with just the paychecks that I have. Yeah. Agreed. I I I don't disagree, but it it's still got joint debt or joint expense when you do it. So right, conversations right. still might need to happen. It needs right. to happen. Right, right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about accounts. All right. Because one of the recommendations has been out for a long time, and I know some people have definitely done it, is mm-hmm. to say that uh, the couple married what in committed relationship, whatever, um, however they're structured, should have three accounts. Right. Okay. Each have their own individual account. And then a household account. Yep. And then they contribute to the household account yeah. to take care of the household expenses. So then there's some questions that then f- come up around that. Uh, a is because I have my own account and I, I'm assuming my paycheck goes to that account and your paycheck goes to the other account. Does that mean that I can do what the, what the, the hell I want with my money? So if I've got the $1,500 for the TV in my account, I can just buy the TV and I don't have to ask you about it? As long as savings and retirement is included into that middle account where we're paying bills, that's included and that's part of the bills. And yeah, it's your money. Do what you want. Do what you want. Don't be asking me for any, though, when you spend up all your damn money. (laughs) I held on to mine. You ain't got nothing. I guess you send it home. (laughs) Uh, can you buy dinner because i ain't got no money i know (laughs) so that that's that's a great question because a lot for some relationships that seems to work yeah for others not because one of the individuals might want to feel like they want more control over everything so they want all the paychecks all of the income to go into one account Mm -hmm. and then they they parse it out from there so that's a question to audience as well which way have you done it? Which way you yeah. think makes most sense when you're setting up the different accounts for the household? Yeah. So that's one part. The second part then becomes what is in the various accounts? What comes out of the buckets, basically? Because right. like you said, you, you threw retirement and that on top of it. Yeah. Some people might not consider it. Some people might say, well, you know what? I like to invest in stocks and this kind of thing. <laughs> She's not comfortable doing that. So I'm going to invest in those things out of my bucket. Okay. Right? right? Uh-huh. So defining what is in each bucket also, I think, is a, is a critical piece. But you better have a retirement in the middle because I ain't taking care of your butt on my retirement. You better have some <laughs> retirement. We both have a chance to do it. We both better do it. I'd be rigid on that. Man, she's mean. All right. <laughs> And she's right. Retirement is an important thing. It's important because it's coming up. It's coming up fast. Amen to that. You got to have some money. You got to be able to live. What's in the buckets matters, though. And so clearly defining what goes into those buckets is going to matter. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. So bills. So here's one. And, Mina, we kind of talked about this the other day. 
two people in a relationship, obviously. Yeah. Uh, one earns $100,000 a year. Doesn't matter, right. man or woman, doesn't matter. The other earns $60,000 a year. So obviously there's a substantial difference in income, right? So when we start talking about bills, mortgages, rent, whatever it might be, how should that be divided? Because I make more, should I then contribute more? Or yeah. should the we split the bucket down the middle? You should contribute more. Because? Because you make more. <laughs> <laughs> like That's it? You- like you know, well, like like you. Let's say you're the hundred thousand dollar earner. Okay, you can. Let's say you split the mortgage or rent even. Then you pay the rest of those little bills, the cable, the water, the gas, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then, or if you don't, you pay the full mortgage. Then she pays all the rest, the little ones. Okay, so you, know? you would be comfortable with that. I mean, I think her paying all the little ones would probably not add up to nearly as much as the mortgage. I think that you'd have to do a split on the mortgage. Some of the mortgage she would have to be paying too. But I think, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that whoever, whether it was a woman or the man, whoever was making all that money needs to be paying a higher amount. Okay. Well, audience, there's a question for you because I'm I'm neutral. All right, I, I, I'm Switzerland when it comes to that whole discussion. Yeah, but if you so, ended up in that situation, what in the world would you do since you're Switzerland? I, yeah, I would probably don't know. <laughs> you do whatever she told you to do. That's what you do. No, that, that don't happen. <laughs> but that's a question for the audience. Um, and it's a good question. You know, when you have that... Not yeah. necessarily equal, but these are things that are part of the household. Right. How should they be divided and what's fair in that yeah. particular scenario? I yeah. guess you'll, you'll decide what's fair together. Right. Somebody conversations that need to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So entertainment is the next one. Split it. Split it. I mean, once you're like deep, you're in that relationship, split it. I mean, if you did the three account thing, that's easy. Split it. Your turn, my turn. Your turn, my turn. Your turn, my turn. But if you're doing something crazy, something else, I don't know. Then what about vacation? You got a plan of vacation? That's what I was saying a minute ago. If you spend up all your money, we were on that three account thing, you spend up all your money. Don't look at me. I'm going on vacation by myself then because I am not paying your vacation. You out of luck, Chuck. I'm not. You're supposed to plan the vacation together. Okay. You save your money for the vacation. Then we could pay on it all year. Both of us pay our amount all okay. year. We even got to buy it at once. We pay on it every month. Okay. okay we're going on this vacation, right? So we don't have to be all at once. So you can still have fun with your money, right? And at the end, we're going on vacation together. Then when we get there, I might be a little bit more free with the money, but we're going all inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have to buy your food or drink. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Well, there we go, folks. Vacation. <laughs> have a plan. Probably a good idea to even have start a, a vacation savings account, something like that. Yes. So you can do yes, that. Yes. Because that little allowance, you don't want to go on the little allowance every week, do you? Because you might, if you start doing that, you're going to have to go on allowance. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 
I agree. Yeah. I agree. Put you on allowance. So that's all I have on my need to talk about list. Anything <laughs> I have a couple more. Add? Sure. Um, talk about, because I wrote them down. Um, we talked about what we should combine. Um, are you married or not married on that one, though? So are you going to combine and you're not married? <laughs> it's another question. Um, but if you're married, what are you going to combine as far as your um, financial situation? Um, I like this one. What is our noodle budget? So if you tightened your belt down to, for some reason, you're, you're saving for a house or something. What is your noodle budget? So you know how far you can go down. Mm-hmm. Noodle budget, budget literally means like eating noodles, ramen, whatever. Ramen, ramen, <laughs> you know, right. You're not eating out heavy. You're eating very minimal. You're like eating things that aren't going to cost you a bunch of money. Right, right. Got it. So, um, yeah, what's your noodle budget? Know what it is so you can get there if you need to, if you need to save for something. Um, do you need to see a financial planner together? Financial okay. planner can help you get on that road, whatever it is that you need, that you decide together that you want to do. They can help you. That's true. What about uh, healthy things to do? We talked about saving, saving for retirement, saving for emergencies, paying down debt is good, paying down debt. And, and then if you kind of take it, uh, don't try to eat the whole elephant at one time. Take off a little bit at a time, bite at a, at a time, one small bite at a time. So you're taking one card, pay that card down. If it looks like you're having success, you'll keep going. So mm-hmm. you maybe have a card that doesn't have that much on it. So you pay it down or has lower interest, pay that down. And then, you know, you can get to the point where you're feeling like you're having some success, right? So I have a list of things from a, and this is more focused from your in the relationship standpoint, right? Yeah. So things not to do when you're within the relationship so that money doesn't become this um, yeah. thing that you start to bicker over and, mm-hmm. and you know, start to have different things going. So one thing is, don't be judgy. We talk, what do we call her the other day? Judgmental Judy. Meaning um, each person might buy some things that the other person just can't relate to. Right. Because right? there's some things a man's going to buy and a woman's going to go. Mm-hmm. Why not? How did you buy that widget thing? Whatever it might be, right? And then we're going to go, uh, you have 42 shades of lipstick already. Why did you need 43? Right. I mean, yeah. We just, just because we see things differently. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by don't judge the other person's purchases or maybe it's hobbies that they have that they spend their money on, those kinds of things, because yeah. that's what makes them happy and the money is there. Then don't be judgy about it. Right? You have so 20 purses. <laughs> I've never have said that in my life except yesterday. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> So another thing that comes into play when you talk about spending money, because the purpose of money, you know, there's some people say is the purpose of money is to save it. And other people believe the purpose of money is to spend it. Right. Mm-hmm. And obviously, hopefully you can strike a balance between the two. Right. But what you want to try to do as a couple is spend time and money together. together. Yeah. Because that's going to help the relationship. Right. So that should mm-hmm. be your focus. Yes, I'm going to spend this money. 
But if we are going to spend this money, if I am going to spend this money, let's figure out a way so when we spend it, we spend it. But we're spending time together as well. So the next one we actually kind of touched on a little bit before, and that's about shared goals. So a goal could be, as you said, could be retirement. Yeah. Maybe you want to retire at an earlier age than normal. So you Mm -hmm. put more money away. Uh, It could be vacations, travel. All those kind of things. So shared goals that you have. So talk about those things and 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 use that as a as a unit uh, to keep you stronger and communicate and wrap your financial goals around some of those things like that that you share between the two of you. That, that, mm-hmm. That's another big one. I think that makes I like a difference. That one. Yeah, it is. It is. And then the final one is um, balance and moderation, which yeah. we actually have a, a video we kind of talk specifically about having that in your life you know, have used balance and moderation are the keys mm-hmm. to kind of self-fulfillment, you know, because you're not overindulging, you're not over-consuming okay. one way or the other. So you're not overextending yourself financially, you're, you're spending within your means, those kinds of things to keep mm-hmm. it balanced and keep it moderate. So that's another key to have those conversations. So, you know, within your unit, what you can't afford, mm-hmm. um, what the priorities are between you. Because sometimes, right. you know, I mean, because we can all make a list. I mean, I can make a list. Say, I can put 80 things on a list real quick that I want or feel like I want. And then, <laughs> they go, okay, well, which ones do I really need? So that cuts us down to 40. Okay. And it's like, okay, now which ones do I really, really need? Right. And so that cuts us down to 20. Right. So that's what I'm talking about. Have those conversations as a unit so that you can focus on the things that are best that you want together in the relationship. I really like that. Uh, the the buying, spending the time together and buying together, especially if it's like a big ticket item, like you want a car, you've decided together and, and then coming up with kind of what you're looking for and going and doing it together. I think that's a good thing because you got buy-in on both sides and then hopefully you can settle on kind of the same car together because you're mm-hmm. only getting one. <laughs> or maybe you'll come what? out with two. Only get one? You get what you want and I get what I want. <laughs> so that's all I have on my list as, as far as either things that definitely need to be talked about yeah. at some point going into the relationship before yeah. you quote unquote, uh, you know, say, hey, we are a couple under the same roof or getting married or whatever it might be. Because yeah. if you don't, then we get back to that chart that I showed at the very beginning mm-hmm. and which is shocking when you see it. Right. But, that is the number one stressor, the strain on relationships is financial mm-hmm. matters, right? So we know yeah. that. So now we're giving you some ideas some tips and tools to be able to combat that with conversation before, and then also how to do some good habits once you are in the relationship to continue to move forward. Keep it healthy. Yep. Final mm-hmm. thoughts, Mina, what did you want to share? I think we gave them some good stuff today. Yeah. Um, nobody wants to be treated like a child. And when you have these issues, somebody takes the lead, right? Uh, so, you know, you can feel like, like I always say, I don't have a boss. The last thing I want is to have a boss and be bossed around about money or, or nagged or bugged about money. So it's good to clear things up, clear the air and know where, you, where your limits are or um, what's going to violate the relationship when it comes to finances. So it's good to work it out. Yeah. All right. Could not agree more. Yeah, it is good to work it out. So, and the keyword, and that's that long word we always talk about. <laughs> that, that, you mean talk? The, the C, C word, talk. Talk. Uh, talk, is, talk is one. 
we can do a lot of talking. The question is, are we actually communicating? Because that's two different That's the big word. It is a big word, right? But it's true. A lot of yeah. people do a lot of talking, but that don't mean they're communicating. So, don't mean I heard you. It's a whole different level. <laughs> so my final thoughts, real quick, I just want to pull the slide back up only to show for those who may have just joined um, what's on this list of things. And again, these are the top 10 causes of relationship strain. And the top thing on the list is money worries at 62%. And things like working long hours are way down at 40. And even extramarital affairs is down at 36. So that just gives you an idea of how important it is to have these discussions to try to maintain your relationships. I'm really surprised sex life is so far down there, too. 11%, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is pretty surprising. Um, but yeah, just... Important. It's a very important thing. And that's, yeah. what, that's why we wanted to bring this up today and, and have this discussion. And again, share with everyone out there uh, the importance of the communication piece and having a plan, working your plan within your union, because it is going to matter yeah. for you. Absolutely. So I think that's all we have for today. Uh -huh. um, if you found value in this, uh, definitely like the video because that helps us out and then share it as we we're talking about it's going to be mm -hmm. one of the things we're always going to stress as we feel that a lot of what we do put out uh can help many people so you mm -hmm. might have people in that you know in your social circle your family etc who could benefit from this knowledge so please uh share the video with them that would be great and then uh on youtube you can obviously play this back anytime because it's it's there on YouTube. And make sure you uh, subscribe to the channel. That way you get notifications each time we put up uh, a new video like this over there. And don't forget about the podcast. If there you're you on go. the run, you can pick up our podcast. So definitely pick up the podcast and uh, you can get it on the move and get all this information and all this knowledge. Good session, Mina. Thanks for joining me again yeah. today. As always, everyone, have a good week. Happy Thank you for holidays. joining us. Happy holidays. <laughs> and uh, be safe. And we'll talk to everyone soon. See you Saturday. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.